from recruiting and consulting firm Riderflex. I'm your host, Steve Urban, and here is your Riderflex podcast episode of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Jen Cerigos on the Riderflex podcast. How you doing, Jen? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing fine. Thank you for being on the show. I appreciate it. I think My we pleasure. got connected connected through Colorado startups, I think, huh? Yes. Yes. Through Scott. Scott, Scott, my partner Scott called you. You know Paul Foley and those guys over there? I, I, I'm really actually new to the community and I joined the group just as a way to try to build my network and meet uh, some new people, especially during COVID because I can't do as much in person as I would have would like. But um, yeah, so I'm kind of new to the community, to the Colorado uh, business community. So that was that was kind of the entry point there. Good move. There's your first tip for the listeners. If you want to get involved and meet people, join groups when you move to a new place. Because are you from Texas or California? I am from California. So you grew up in California. Okay. You just worked down in Texas for a while. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, before we go there, though, give me, the, give me the overview personally. Okay. So you grew up in California. Give me some family stuff. Go for it. Oh, man. Gosh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Born and raised in Southern California. Grew up surfing in San Diego. Mm -hmm. uh, when I was in high school, we moved up to Central California, up to Carmel, which is on the coast. Cool. It's probably one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. We have the Big Sur coastline. I don't know if you've been to California, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. but it's pretty spectacular. It was a pretty wonderful place to grow up and just filled with nature and beauty and all the ocean sports. So, yeah, I grew up doing a lot of surfing and running and cycling and all the things that you would expect someone to do growing up on, on the California coast. And, your folks, um, your folks still there? My, my dad is in New Jersey and my mom has passed away. Okay. Your dad uh, went, your dad moved to Jersey from California. Why would you do that? No, I'm not, I'm not slamming New Jersey. No, no. New Jersey totally sucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my parents are from New Jersey. They were high awesome. school sweethearts and they married. And as soon as they got married, like the day after they got back from their honeymoon, my dad was like, we're moving to California <laughs> and uh, never looked back. But then after losing my mom, my dad wanted to be closer to family. So he went back to New Jersey. Okay. Well, yeah, I get that. I get that part. Okay, cool. So, but you went to college and by the way, any siblings? No, only child. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Uh, and you, why, tell me why you went to California State University, University in Monterey. Why'd you go there? Well, I actually, I didn't originally. I, I started at Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo. Okay. And I was one of those, I'm, I kind of was a bit of a late bloomer in the sense that I was very much a follow the rules kind of a kid. You know, I, I was one of those kids that never did anything wrong in school, never questioned authority. And okay. I was very, you know, I didn't do drugs. I didn't drink. You know, I, th I think I might have had one shot of alcohol my entire high school career. Oh, wow. And so, wow. Wow. yeah, I was just a total goody two shoes for lack of a better term. And anyway, okay. so when I got into college, I kind of went through my rebel phase and mm -hmm. I, I was just, you know, questioning everything, questioning why teachers were saying things and <laughs> what, it, you know, I, I just started really questioning every like authority questioning everything and not in like a i'm gonna go off and and go party and do things like that but just more in a uh, like what what you so you think that that is true why do you think that's true like what makes you believe something what makes a person 
uh, believe something. So anyway, so I, I left Cal Poly. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what I wanted to study. I didn't have a lot of respect for my teachers. And I just was kind of like, you know, I was in the weird headspace of just questioning everything. And um, that's why I ended up graduating from Cal State Monterey Bay because I ended up going home to the Monterey Bay. And I, I eventually came back around and decided I did want a college degree. Uh, so, you know, my motto is C's get degrees. And so I, just, <laughs> I, I thought just you were I thought you were going to tell me like you went off, uh, you know, on a on a hippie retreat and like partied for six months and tripped on acid and just got crazy for a while. I thought you were going to. No, no, I, I did a lot of fitness. I mean, like I got really fit. Like I I rode my bike like 50 to 100 miles and then I played okay. two and three hours of tennis and. I went on that direction rather than the party direction. So which kind of walks into some of your early career, walk us into some of that stuff. You, because, because it all tied into fitness and health there early on, didn't it? Yeah. Everything kind of came full circle for me. It's kind of funny how life, you know, looking back, how life works out that way. I started studying advertising <laughs> and okay. journalism and I was selling advertising for a newspaper in college. And I, was still in my super fitness phase. And I was getting, I was thinking to myself, oh man, do I really want to be stuck in a cubicle eight hours a day, five days a week? Right. And so I, in the middle of my, you know, my senior year, I was like two classes away from graduating. I changed, uh, switched things up and studied exercise physiology and ended up studying that. And owning a personal training business my senior year in college. And then I just continued that company ah. after I graduated because I didn't want to be in front of a computer all day at the time. So yeah. Early entrepreneur. Oh yeah. I mean, I've, I'm, I've, yeah, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Yes. I've <laughs> started and failed and started and succeeded and all everything in between. So yeah. Was your, was your, was your dad an entrepreneur? Where'd you get the bug? No, I think it, I, you know, my grandfather on my dad's side was an entrepreneur. He emigrated from Greece with a few drachma in his pocket and didn't speak a word of English. Mm. And he ended up building a multi-million dollar shipping company in New York. You think maybe you got the bug from your grandfather, maybe, who knows? I don't know where I got, I mean, maybe the, the genes. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's something that's in my blood. I mean, I've always been entrepreneurial ever since I was a kid. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Very good. And now you live in Colorado, Boulder. Why did you do that? Why, how'd you get to Boulder? Why'd you, why move here? Oh man. Uh, got a, got a bottle of whiskey. Um, <laughs> well, so I was, I was running a company. I was running one of my businesses back in California and I was getting really burnt out and I didn't really know. I just wasn't enjoying the direction I was taking. And, um, I decided to take an opportunity to go work at a startup in Texas. So I left my home state, my beautiful California for Texas. And um, I lasted all of eight months in Texas. <laughs> uh, I just, you know, coming from California, it was a big, a big shift for me. And, and um, I, I going to Texas is one of the best worst experiences of my life because <laughs> I, I realized working for a, for a startup, I, a couple of things happened. Number one was I worked for another company. I was running uh, marketing 
uh, and working in the career services department. And I realized by going to that company, number one, I did not want to work for someone else. And number two, I have, I know what it takes now to run a business and I see what it, you know, what the leadership of this company is doing. And there's no skill that these people have that I don't have. Gotcha. And so, um, it was, it was, um, it was a difficult time because I was alone in a new place and I didn't know a lot of people and I wasn't fitting in very well. Uh, and I had a hard time assimilating. So I decided to leave and I just got rid of everything I owned except what I could fit in my car. Okay. Um, and I just drove around for three months around the country. What? Okay. Now here's down, but this is a good story right here. Yeah. Right, now, now, now it's getting good. Yeah. Okay. Well, me and my dog, anyway, I drove with my dog Sitka and myself and whatever I could fit in my car. So you life. did do, so you did do the traveling kind of slash hippie trip a little bit. I, I mean, did. You... I just did a little later in life. That's okay. All. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely did. And, and Boulder was one of the places I came to. Oh, so I see. That's how it happened. Yeah. Okay. I had never that... even been to Boulder. Um, I'd been snowboarding obviously in the Rockies and stuff, but like, I'd never been to Boulder. Um, and it was not on my radar. I was actually going to, I was just going to drive around until I got kind of over it and go home to California and figure it out, you know, uh -huh, um, gotcha. which, is, which is what I did. I went home to California and I was sitting on my friend's couch and I just was like, you know what? Something about Boulder. I think Boulder I gotta go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I gotta go back <laughs> there for some reason. It wasn't, it was definitely not a, a thinking move. It was a feeling move. I just mm. felt like there was something I needed to do here. And I came back and started my business and. Gotcha. Okay. So you came back and what did you want to do when you came back? Tell me, yeah. Talk to us about the business now. So you come back to Boulder still by yourself, by the way, you know, no spouse, no partner, no family. No, 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 yeah. No. Didn't okay. look good on paper, no job. <laughs> <laughs> You're just in your car. Did you buy a Subaru? Cause you gotta, you gotta, I, have you gotta, a Subi. I do have a Subi. Uh, man, you are, you, you're definitely yeah, all in then. I'm if you have a Subaru. Out. Yeah, yeah okay, I'm okay. ready for adventure. <laughs> Got my mountain bike on there. Um, yeah, so I came back and I worked for a digital marketing company for a couple months. Okay. Um, and I honestly, like, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I was, I was trading at the time and doing some uh, consulting work for marketing just for cash. Okay. Um, and I... I said, so when I quit my job in Texas, I said to the universe, I want my next company to find me. I, I don't want to try to fit a square peg into a round hole. Mm. I want, I just want it to somehow find me. And I left it, I left it at that. And I, and, and, and I just did odd jobs and um, consulting gigs and uh, ran, managed some ad campaigns for some clients. Um, all very, you know, nothing organized or structured. It was just whenever somebody needed help with social media marketing or Facebook ads, um, okay. I helped them out, you know, and some, for some people, it was like, I wasn't even really making any money. I was just, you know, as a friend, like helping people out. Um, and all of a sudden what my, my friend back in California, I was on the phone with her and I was like, I just don't know what I'm supposed to do with my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh... And she said, you know, you've been helping me so much with my marketing. She was like, that really seems like what you should be doing. You're really good at it. And I was like, I don't know, you know? And, and I kind of poo-pooed it. I was like, I still don't know. I'm not, a, I just don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and uh, 
more and more people kept knocking on my door asking me for help and I kept helping them and they kept finding a lot of success with the help that I was giving them and eventually it turned into a company and here and it happened very organically just like I asked the universe <laughs> and um it's just been kind of snowballing I mean gosh I've you know I haven't done any real marketing for my business outside of uh, just really serving my clients. And that's really what I focus on is I just focus on my clients and making sure that they get great results and, and caring about the growth of their businesses. And I've been just getting a referrals and that's how, how it's all come together. Give us the overview of Athena Digital. Just give us the three minute ele elevator pitch. Go for it. Helping companies grow online, less than three minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we run the gamut. We do a bunch of digital marketing for, for uh, e-commerce and service-based businesses. Uh, we help companies grow online, whether you're trying to you know get figure out how to get more organic reach on social media, you want to run paid ads, uh, if you're looking to improve your SEO and uh, Google AdWords, we're, we're all about the digital the digital marketing space. Now, so many of these marketing agencies like this, and there's a ton of them, they, a lot of them specialize, right? They're like, well, our specialty is SEO or our specialty is paid ads on Facebook or our specialty is Google pay-per-click or whatever. You, what I hear you saying is you do all of it. Well, I, I specialize in Facebook. That's my, that's my expertise and that's what I okay. focused on for the last 10 years and, and that's what I've done and that's what I know. Uh, but as I've grown and I've had clients need those other facets if you will, uh, of digital marketing and online growth, I've expanded into that space. And I have other people that are experts in those areas that do that work. Are these subcontractors that have their own businesses and you farm that work out to them? Or how do you do that? I have a partner um, and she's kind of like a subcontractor who does a lot of the SEO and Google AdWords. And then I have some other subcontractors that I work with for um, things like videography, uh, content creation, production, and that kind of stuff. Why not just team up with them? Why not, why not just, you know, say, hey, guys, come over here. Just join my company. Let's just be one big brand. Why, why not just team up together? Uh, you know, that's a, that's a really good question, and I actually have an answer for you. Uh, okay. <laughs> at the phase that I'm at in my business, I've seen such growth in the last four months, really, that I'm currently questioning whether or not I want to grow or whether or not I want to stay kind of boutique and small I, and work with just a handful of clients that I really enjoy mm -hmm. and not have the headache and the burden of having employees and all of that. Uh, it, it's, it, it's not a decision I've made yet. I, it's just kind of the, where I'm at with my company. And, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs will tell you just because your revenue grows doesn't necessarily mean your income grows. Uh, right. so I'm, I'm kind of at a place where I'm really happy and I, I, I'm not looking to grow particularly, you know, if, if a great, awesome client comes and knocks on my door and, and they have an awesome product and they're doing good work in the world and they're serving the world in some way and they're adding value. Um, and I've got the bandwidth, I will absolutely work with them, but I'm not out prospecting or anything like that. And I'm not necessarily aggressively looking to scale my company, at least not, not right now. I I'm more interested in, I love the fact that I have really great relationships with all my clients, like the CEO of my 
of my uh, client is someone that I text back and forth uh, a lot. And, and, and that's the way I like it. And I'm just not in the place where I, I want to really change that at, at this point. What I hear you saying is I have a nice little lifestyle business that's uh, built so that I can take my mountain bike and do my thing and my Subaru and it's paying me what I need. And I'm perfectly happy right here. And I don't, I don't necessarily need to scale it and have employees and contract problems and all the rest of it. And at least not right now. You nailed it. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a good, it's such a good point for the listeners. You know, most businesses, the vast majority are little lifestyle family businesses, right? I mean, you get this, I think some people are, are, are confused, you know, they, they, they see commercials or whatever and they think, Oh, most companies on planet earth are these, are these giant corporations. No, actually most of them are the small little mom and pop plumber business in Johnstown, Colorado, you know, whatever. And, uh, and, and it feeds their family and it, it creates a lifestyle that they enjoy and they don't need to make it any bigger. Uh, that's, that's the vast majority of small business across America. And you can be perfectly happy doing that. You do not have to go to California and raise some cash from a VC firm to try to scale your business. You don't have to do it that way, right? I mean, I honestly, no, I mean, I've done that and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've raised money for a startup and um, it was way more hassle and headache than it was worth. And my yeah. income is much higher now and I'm much right. happier and I have a lot less stress. I'm also older and wiser, which helps, but yeah, I mean, I've kind of seen both ends of the spectrum when it comes to being an entrepreneur and owning a business. You know, I've had the startup where we needed the capital to like go forth to to get to that, you know, million dollar mark. And I've also started completely from scratch and been totally bootstrapped. And I can tell you 100% without a doubt for me personally, and you know, everybody's different. Every entrepreneur is different. But for me personally, I much prefer the latter route. It's a much, it's slower. It's much less stressful. It's, um, Mm -hmm. it's more organic. It's, it's, uh, and it's, I'm in more control, right? Like I don't have an investor breathing down my neck telling me where's the users, Jen, you know, <laughs> where's the revenue? You're not profitable yet. How come you haven't grown to a million, a million downloads? And, um, there's something right. to be said for that, honestly, like if you have the constitution for it and you're, you know, like I read Walt Disney's biography a couple of years ago when I was in the startup days and I mean, he just grinded, he grinded for decades and I was exhausted just turning the pages, reading that book about his life. And, um, you know, having a small business, a consulting business and, and doing amazing work for my clients is much more rewarding than the headache and the hassle of having like a headquarters and, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of payroll and, um, uh -huh. you know, legal issues and all those things like, I'm so happy, honestly, where I'm at. Like, what I, you know, knock on wood, geez, I shouldn't say, you know, but yeah, I mean, I love, I love what I do and I love my clients. And can you imagine at this point being an employee again and having to ask somebody if you can like take off Friday afternoon and go skiing? It, it just couldn't. It's not even in my, it's not even in my sphere. It would honestly make me depressed. I, I told somebody that the other day. I said, listen, I, you know, God forbid anything ever happened to Riderflex. If I had to like be an employee and like go to a boss and ask if I could go to a doctor's appointment or something. Yeah. Like, or like would, PTO and all that. Ugh. I'd break out in hives or something. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm like, I totally agree. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know like entrepreneurial land is not for everybody, 
Um, right. There's a lot to be said for the security of having a salary and you, you know, you clock out and you're done, right? You know, you know, with, yeah. with owning a business, sometimes I'm up at four in the morning to get work done so I can go ride my mountain bike later in the afternoon, which I'm not complaining. Right. <laughs> Let me right. be clear. But like, you know, I just think that there are certain people who's, who are made a little bit differently. I think I may have a higher risk tolerance maybe uh, than, than some other folks. Like I have a, a friend back home in California. She is very happy being an employee. She wouldn't change it for anything. And right. uh, I would rather I, I don't know, but it would not be good. I'd rather go back to be driving around in my car. <laughs> right. We can't all be employees. We can't all be entrepreneurs. It's a nice balance, right? You got to find out what makes you happy. And you're right. Some people want to go in and work nine to five and punch the clock at five o'clock and drive away and not think another minute about work. And they want to go to their softball league and then they want to go home and have dinner and then they want to watch their little TV show and they want to go to bed and do it all over again. And that's cool. Hey, if that's what the life you want, that's great. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know. Yeah. I mean, I live and breathe and eat and sleep and drink my company. Uh, right. I, but it's, it's by choice. It's not, because I'm stressed and I have deadlines and I have things that need to get done. It's because I love what I do and I love my clients and I want them happy and I want them successful because a lot of the people that I work for are solving problems in the world that I believe in and they're mm -hmm. offering products in the world that are important and uh, they're supporting a, a positive world mm -hmm. to live in and so the little piece that i can contribute is to help them grow and to help them do more of it so i you know i enjoy that and i li i love that and i that is why i think about my work so much it's it's absolutely a, a passion a passion driven thing it's not it you know it's it's not just a job it's a isn't life it, isn't it nice to be able to decide what clients you work for isn't that a wonderful thing to, yes. to, to, to look at a list and go, you know what? I just don't think I need that experience in my life right now. And just turn away a client if you need to. Oh, you yeah. <laughs> I told that to a friend the other day. She's starting a business. And um, she, I, I said, I'm going to tell you something. I don't care how desperate you are for that money. Do not take a client that you get bad a bad juju from. Because I right. guarantee you it's going to turn into a nightmare anyway. They're going to probably want some sort of refund. It's just not yep. going to, you know, it's not going to be good. That's right. If you get any bad vibes, if it's not a good fit, walk away. And I guarantee energetically that will open up the door for someone else to walk in. That's going to be like 10 times better anyway. So couldn't, couldn't agree more. Good. Couldn't agree more. Great advice, advice for the listeners. Now that's especially uh, hard to do when you're starting out and you're trying to land those first few clients and you got a mortgage that's behind by two months and you know, you need the cash and, and you're thinking, well, I'll just take this client for a little bit. Yeah, it usually does not end well. Usually it, bites you in the ass. <laughs> yeah, it usually does. If something happens. Either the relationship goes bad, they fire you, you fire them, they don't pay you on time, they don't, they give you a bad review. Who knows? It, it just it just usually goes bad. So you're right. Uh, that is that is a tough lesson for early entrepreneurs that need the cash. Uh, because they 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 land that first client and they like oh my god I gotta have this client not really no you don't you don't have to there are other clients now that that's assuming you get up the next day and hustle your ass off to find the next client <laughs> yeah you know 
it's interesting the, when I, in my last business, the more I hustled, it was, it was, um, it was like forcing trying, it. Like it forcing forcing it. it. Yeah. I was like, it was, it was like, I was forcing it. And, and now I'm so in alignment with what I do that there's no forcing at all. I mean, the right clients just seem to show up. Uh, yeah, and so good. I, I know that there's a, a hustle, um, What's the word I'm looking for? A hustle mentality, especially in the startup space. And mm -hmm. I've been there, believe me. And I, I, I found through my own experience that you need to find, you need to find the correct and appropriate place to put your hustle energy. Mm. And oftentimes it's not necessarily going out and hustling for clients or for business, but it's hustling to serve the people that you're already working with. Uh, and, and that was a shift that I made. Um, Good. And it, it was a very important and pivotal moment for me in my career and in my, in my company, because as soon as I made that shift and I started really focusing on, okay, how can I just really crush it for these people? Um, they started paying me more, they started buying more things from me and they started referring people. And uh, before I knew it, I had blown past all my revenue goals that I had set for myself without taking on any prospecting or cold calling or anything mm -hmm. like that. Good stuff. Good stuff. You know, let me ask you with Athena Di digital, by the way, it's Athena hyphen digital.com, right? Yes. Yep. And so the, you know, don't, please don't take this question the wrong way, but I want you to go a little bit deeper. There, there's so many, there's so many marketing agencies. I mean, there's a, there's, there's, there's so many of these, like what you do, even in Colorado, and by the way, several of them have been on the RiderFlex podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nice. and, and so why, why am I calling Jen? What, 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 give me some color around why Jen can do a better job for me on Facebook ads specifically. Facebook ads or Facebook organic or both. But why, why am I calling Jen for this? Yeah, I, I do both. Um, okay. Honestly, the majority of other agencies have grown, right? We were talking about that earlier. We were yeah. talking about how you were asking me why not say, hey, join my team. Da, da, da. Right. Right. Uh, there's a very specific reason for that. I give so much personal attention to my clients and I only mm -hmm. take on a few clients at a time. Mm -hmm. I really don't ever work with more than 10 clients at a time. And if you are one of my clients, you're going to work with me, the owner and founder of the business. Whereas mm -hmm. when you go to another agency, some of which I know, I know in Boulder and all the, you know, there's a lot of agencies here, like, like you said, and to your point, but you're probably going to work with five or six different people. Mm. You're going to have an account manager. You're going to have a Facebook person, you know, this person, that person, and things just, unfortunately, when you work with a big, in, a bigger company like that, things slip through the cracks. You're not necessarily working with the expert, you know, you're, you know, the expert probably was the person who founded the company and then started hiring people. Uh, when you work with me, you work with the expert, you work with the owner of the company. And I, I, like I, I pride myself on that. I really do. I mean, not to like, you know, toot my horn or whatever. <laughs> I like it. No, I like it. That's good. That's good. You're, you're passionate about it. I like that a lot. That's, that's very good. No, that's a, that's a good, that is a good reason. Can I, can I pay you after you get me the new Facebook followers, followers, or could do I have to pay you before? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to pay for the expertise, right? If you want the best, you got to you got to have some faith and trust and dive in with me. Um, What's the model? Can you talk about the model? Is it a monthly subscription? Is it, uh, do I, do, how, if I, how do I, 
What do I pay for? How do I sign up? Walk me through some of it. Yeah, no, it's a totally, it's a, it's, it's a totally dependent thing. It's, it's based on, you know, your business. So usually what I do with my clients is we start off with a strategic marketing roadmap. So I'll take a deep dive into your business and there's, um, you know, I do a free consultation for 30 minutes just to uh, assess whether or not I think I can even help you. Right. Okay. Um, and that's obviously complimentary and it's easy to book a call. You can do it straight from my uh, website or my Facebook page or my Instagram. And uh, if I've decided that, Hey, I think there's something here. I think I can help you. I think I can help you grow. And uh, we'll take it to the next step where I'll do the roadmap uh, for the client. Uh, Usually there's a fee involved with that. And then we go over the roadmap together and we come up with a game plan as to how we're going to grow your business. Mm -hmm. And uh, if, if, it's Facebook ads. We'll talk about that. We'll put together a strategy and a plan for that and a, um, a roadmap for that. And if it's organic, we'll, we'll do that as well. So it just really depends on the client and what their needs are and what they're trying to achieve. Uh, you know, I've worked with anywhere from coaches, people who are solopreneurs to people with employees to multi-million dollar e-com companies that are selling, you know, goods and products and things like that. So it really just depends on your business and where your needs are, what you're struggling with and what's not working right and and what we need to kind of put our priority and focus on is it monthly and do i have to sign up for a long contract (laughs) usually it's monthly and no i don't have super long contracts like the majority of agencies do because okay so i can i can pay you month to month and we see how it goes yeah i believe that the work should speak for itself and i like to develop long-term relationships with my clients so Okay. Do you know how many, do you know how many sales messages I get hit with a day that says I can increase your leads. I can increase your following. I got I me. Mean, God, that just, it's just endless every day. Oh my God. I see your own a recruiting firm. We can do this. We can do this. I mean, it's just, it's a constant barrage. I, just, I get it too. And I'm like, dude, I own a marketing company. <laughs> you are barking up the wrong tree. If I needed your help, I should not be in business. Right. <laughs> it's like, God, it's just constant. I, I always ping them back and say, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll pay for the leads after they come in and it gets us business. How about that? And they, then they just don't respond. Yeah. I mean, I've done that. Like, you know, when I first started my company, I definitely did that. I worked on commission only. Um, Oh, oh, you did really? Wow. Hey, everybody's got to start somewhere. Must've paid off for you. Yeah. And now I don't do that anymore because you don't don't have to, you don't have to. (laughs) We did did some of that too at Riderflex when we first started, we were like, well, just give us one search for for free. Let us do one search and then we'll see how we do. And then they, then they give us another one. Yeah. We did a lot of that too. Uh, those days are over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, and I'm, I'm, Hey, I, that's what I'm talking about when it comes to hustle. Right. Yeah. I definitely hustled and I worked my butt off, but it was, it was a different kind of hustle than uh, yeah. feeling out of alignment and trying to just force something because I needed a paycheck. Right. I totally you hear know you. what I mean. How about a free tip? How about a free Facebook tip for the listeners today? What, give me, give me like, a common mistake Facebook company pages make, and you should do this instead. Give, give, us, yeah, give us one got, free tip. I got a slew for you, but I would say the number one most important thing is understand your clients and understand their problem and understand it deeply and intimately. Put yourself in your client's shoes and understand mm-hmm. what they're struggling with and speak to that problem in a positive way and give them value. So social media 
is all about community. It's all about value. If you add value to people and you create a community for them, they're going to want to work with you, whether you're a service-based business or you're a product-based business. And I've seen it time and time again, these companies that have these great missions are not adding any value to their mm. followers and they're mm. staying stagnant in their business. And then the moment that they make that shift, and that's one of the biggest things that I have to focus on with my clients sometimes is making that shift to what is your client struggling with and how can you help them solve that problem mm, mm. and just give people value, give people help. Um, I had a conversation with a friend of mine a couple months ago and we were talking about Elon Musk okay. and this was one of the most important sentences I've ever heard in my life. And it stuck with me. And uh, I said, man, what do you need to do to make a billion dollars? And my friend looked at me dead in the eye and he said, add a billion dollars worth of value. Well, there you go. <laughs> and that, that was it. My whole entire world changed. <laughs> Angels wept, you know, <laughs> the sun shone everything. And I was like, oh my God, no kidding. Yeah, that's what it is. And I started making that my focus. And after that, I mean, the success just started coming. Awesome. Well, I'm super happy for your business, happy for you. And plus, it, I'm happy that you are happy, not just with your business, but personally, it seems like you've, you've created this, this business for yourself that allows you to have a lifestyle like we talked about that's enjoyable. And it's, that's so important. So many people driving around miserable every day because they're in a situation where they can't do what they want to do in life, whatever it might be. Like you said, I want to be able to take my mountain bike on a Friday afternoon if I want to. And, and car camp in my Subaru in the mountains in Colorado, you know, or whatever. Heck yeah. <laughs> Snowboard season is here. So, I mean, that's happening. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, when do the slopes open? I didn't know. I, I got a Loveland pass this year. Uh, I don't think they're opening anytime. Maybe a couple more uh, weeks. A couple more weeks. I, I, won't, okay. I, I don't do early season anymore. I, I don't. Is it too crowded, too crowded early on, or it's just not, no, not, it's good. not very good? I'm not going to like, spend an hour driving to go on man-made snow. I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> I'm spoiled. Yeah, yeah that's it. I had a... too many bluebird powder days to wait in line to ride on ice or slush. What are they going to do about this traffic on I-70 going up to the mountain being a pain in the ass? They got to get that fixed. I know. It's really bad. They have been doing construction in Boulder for 10 years. <laughs> the road the road to Netherland. I don't know if you, like, are you in Boulder or are you in Denver? I mean, I'm over in Boulder all the time, but I live, I yeah. live north, northeast of there. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's brutal. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, what are uh, you guys doing? Like, are you like, maybe they're going off on mountain biking trips instead of fixing the road. I don't know. <laughs> right. Um, any last minute uh, pieces of advice for aspiring entrepreneurs who want to start their own little service business? Anything you'd like to tell them here in summary? Yeah. Uh, just go for it. You know, life is short, go for it and keep going for it and keep going for it. And eventually something is going to stick. I promise it it's, it's may not stick on the first try I've owned and failed more companies. I, I mean, my twenties was just one failure after another, honestly. So I don't care if you have to work at freaking waiting tables, if you have to you know, sell things on eBay or whatever it is. If you, you know, living with your parents, been there, done that, you know, 
you do what you need to do to pursue the life that you want. Even if you're not a hundred percent clear on what that even is, it's a feeling, you know, it's a feeling for me. It was always about freedom. That's been my driving force and what I think has made me, uh, get knocked down and get back up every single time, because I know that for me, it's the freedom mm. and for other on aspiring entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, it might be, it might not be freedom. It might be. I have this, I really believe in this product and I really believe it's going to make the world better. You know, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Like just keep going, get up every day and keep going. That's all I can say. Get that resiliency muscle built, get some, get some backbone and just get after it. Is there anything you would do differently if you could call yourself back when you were 21 coming out of college, if you could tell her anything to, to do differently, would you tell her? Absolutely. You know, I would say go travel more. Go Travel more. more. Do that. Do that three month trip sooner and make yeah. it longer. Go on that trip to Whistler that your friend invited you to, and you didn't end up going. So you had to like do some sort of stupid paper or something. My gosh. <laughs> like, go to Whistler. I mean, come on. Right. Uh, like, we we didn't get into the details about that three month camping trip. That's a different episode. That's yeah. A different... <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Athena hyphen digital dot com. Right. Jen Cerigos will help you out. She'll not only increase your Facebook followers uh, and help you with Facebook paid advertising, but she has friends that can help you in all those other areas we mentioned too, right? SEO, whatever. Yep. All yep. that good stuff. Content creation, all those things. Thank you for being on the Rider Flex podcast, Jen. Appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. It's been a pleasure. If you think today's tip or guest interview can help someone you know, please share this with them. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our channel and hit the like button. If you're listening on YouTube, don't forget to hit that little bell next to the subscribe button so you can be notified when we release a new episode. Our show features entrepreneurs, business executives, and the stories behind how they got there, as well as daily tips on career advice and job interviews. You can visit riderflex.com to learn more about us and get information on the recruiting and consulting services we provide. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day.